0: Welcome to Quality Perks, the podcast that not only delves into the intricacies of contact center quality management, but also uncovers the personal stories of industry leaders. Brought to you by BPA Quality, your trusted partner in enhancing customer experiences. Mm -hmm. And good morning and welcome to Quality Perks where we delve into the dynamics of customer experience and leadership within the contact center industry. I'm your host Karen Dupree along with my co-host Neil Eggers and we are so excited, so excited to have Valerie McSorley uh, join us where we are going to talk about coffee and heart-centered leadership. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So first off, we always start off with what are the, what coffee we're drinking today. So I am drinking what's called, um, Seattle's best. So I'm on the West, I'm on the East coast, but I'm drinking the, the West coast here. Uh, <laughs> and it is delicious. And because we are also talking about women in the contact center industry, I brought my special coffee. And what it says is the future is female.
1: Love it, love it. That's great. Deal
0: with it, Neil. Deal with
1: it. <laughs> All right. I agree with your mug.
0: Oh, that's right. You have a you have a daughter, so he's on our side. <laughs> Very much. Yes. So, Neil, what are you drinking this this lovely morning?
1: Uh, I have uh, we have some new uh, quality perks uh branded yeti coffee mugs that uh, just came in so out of that i'm drinking local here to melbourne florida villain coffee as usual so shout out to villain coffee Lo- local company local brew so always love to give them uh as much business as possible
0: awesome yummy and what are you drinking
2: valerie So I brought the biggest mug that I have in the house because I don't know what to expect with this conversation (laughs) today. And I have a toffee nut latte.
0: that sounds delish.
2: It's actually like my favorite, um, my favorite coffee. It's like my sort of my guilty pleasure coffee that I like. Uh, That's not the usual that I have in the morning, but I thought today was a special day. Mm-hmm. Nice. to we'll see you. If
1: you get through that entire mug during the conversation, that would be impressive.
2: <laughs> I'm ready to pounce for the rest of the day. <laughs>
0: <Indeed>. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, welcome to the show, Valerie. So tell tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive
2: in. Sure. So um, I may look familiar to a lot of folks in the in the contact center industry. I had my own business for over 25 years, producing all kinds of content, executive level um, workshops and networking all around the country. Um, I COVID actually was not kind to the events industry. So I did some pivoting and uh, I really found my lane in the virtual space. And I do my own series now, virtually. I have a session actually this afternoon for women in the contact center, um, contact center space. And we do the monthly, and they they just bring me so much joy. There's so much there's so much that I get out of bringing really smart, intelligent women together monthly for a conversation that's related to the industry. And you know, I really believe that um, right now it's it's really important that folks stay connected regardless, like it's great that the pendulum is swung back and people can see each other again in real life. But with, you know, you hear the Surgeon General's new warning of, you know, loneliness, like people still need to be connected. So I love to bring people together that have um, obviously common interests related to the industry, but then really kind of, you know, pull them through the screen and feel like they've had an experience with me. So um, yes. it's it's really the work that lights me up.
0: I went to last month's and it was absolutely amazing. And I've made some great connections, um, being a female in, in this industry and really being able to talk to other folks like myself, um, you know, get good ideas and just be able to like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me too, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it, it's really, it, psychologically, the mental health of it, it it's been real, real important, and I'm excited to be part of this group.
2: That's awesome. I really really appreciate hearing that because I hear that so often. And, you know, it's nice to be in like-minded company that knows what you're Mm -hmm. going through. And I saw that for years in person, and it, it didn't go away. In fact, it got worse in the virtual space because you have that isolation factor. And, you know, you're trying to do all these things, and the whole world had to change at the same time. So, you know, to be in a room where you can have, and this is something I really pride myself on, virtual or in person, creating a comfortable atmosphere where you feel like you can exchange ideas and have uh, just a sort of um, veil of trust that, you know, this is something that worked for us. Maybe you should try it. Or, you know, also walk away with the understanding of, you know, here's a way you may want to rethink that. And people feel validated understanding what works for them as well as new, new ways to try things. So, you know, I, I've always kind of felt like I want people to do three things when they spend time with me. I want them to network, I want them to learn something and I want them to have some fun. And if I could do that, then then that that's ticking all the boxes for everybody. That's fantastic. Well,
0: we're definitely excited about learning something from you today, Valerie. Um, So let's dive right in. So can you kick us off by explaining to us what is heart-centered leadership?
2: Sure. So heart-centered leadership is really an approach and it's a style of leadership that um, emphasizes that you have compassion and empathy and authenticity to really guide and inspire um, others around you. So your teams, your coworkers, your, you know, I think it can go in leadership. Beyond professionally and personally as well, within your community, within your family, within your your own neighborhood. So you know, rather than just solely focusing on some of the more traditional metrics measured or related to success, you know, as you know, profits, uh, productivity, those types of factors, this goes on a different track to emphasize really meaningful connections, which is something that's really powerful and resonates with me for many years because there's so much power in the personal connection. Um, And that style of leadership really fosters then um, a more positive culture and Mm -hmm. um, prioritizes the well-being of the team members. So, you know, right now, there's a real focus on mental health and people are struggling and there's, you know, there is sort of this, isolation, loneliness, depression that people have when they're not, when they're still working hybrid remote Um, and team leaders may not see it. And when you're not in the same four walls, you may not see if someone's struggling. So it's more important than ever to have this, this style of leadership allows you to really listen with a different, um, you know, empathetic ear, which I think in the customer service business, Empathy plays a huge Mm -hmm. role. So, you can have empathy on on multiple levels. Obviously, customer service leaders always listening to the customer, and you're training your agents to be put yourself in their shoes and be empathetic and try and solve problems and being empowered to do that. But there's it it goes a little bit deeper. So, a heart centered leader truly wants to understand and learn and actively seek out um, the feelings and the perspectives of their team. They want to hear, they want to hear with. Um, empathetic ears and really, you know, you, you know, you know, who cares about you, right? Just, just think about, think about the three people right now. And if you're blessed to have more than that, that's great. But just think about the one person that you could think of that truly cares about you, you know, unconditionally, they care for you. Why is that? Do they seek to understand you? Do they listen to you? Do they help you see all sides? Do they take Mm -hmm. your, you know, do they take what you're saying to them and, and then really consider it? You know, I, it helped me uh, many, many years ago. I mean, I'm going way, way back when I initially had the opportunity to have some leadership positions. I would go into some meetings and think this is my decision. But then I would listen to the other folks at the table and really have to separate that. And even though there was times I didn't agree with what the right mm-hmm. outcome should be, after listening and considering everyone's opinions, I was moved to say, you know what? That's probably the way to go, not not the way that I thought initially. So it's really important that you you have sort of that them, you know, you, you you actively listen. You create an inclusive um, environment that where folks really feel supported.
0: It's really important. I know that I've been in in meetings, and you know, we with upper management, and they when they stop and listen and think about it, you know. There's some good ideas that folks have. Listen, and maybe let's let's discuss it. And how can it be better? And it, it it's a win-win situation because if you're being listened to, then you know that they actually care about you. And going back to what you said earlier, uh, why do these folks care about you? And it and how do they show that? And one thing is having that empathy, and also having that. You know, listening. You know, we are given uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? So we can listen twice as much as we talk. And I think it really plays into that—that uh, that style of leadership. Uh, just because you're a leader doesn't necessarily make you, you know, the person that has the best answers. You're just the best person that you can hear them and then take those uh, options and say, okay, let's do it this way. And, you know, it's basically like hurting, I guess, uh, you know, keeping folks on the right direction and uh, great ways to win-win in, in those situations. Mm-hmm. So great. So, you know, that's a you know, very powerful foundation to, to a leadership style. And uh, you went over, you know, those defining characteristics. Um, and then, you know, what's why do you think this leadership style resonates so well within the contact center industry in particular?
2: I think there's... Um... Naturally, a bit of a disconnect between what upper management might think and what the agents on the floor can tell you. So the leaders that go and walk the floor and really seek to learn and hear from the front line, right? The front line, mm-hmm. there's a difference between, we all know what what a war looks like. There's a difference between the frontline experience and the people, you know, in the in the war room drafting the plans. Like the best laid plans don't always come to, to fruition. So the leaders that actively seek out and are engaged in listening. And then, not only that, want to provide feedback, want to provide, want to support their agents, right? Because happy agents have the best tools, and they have all the pieces of the puzzle to to succeed. They're empowered to um, solve problems actively with the customer. They are, they have uh, a lot of the traits that that this type of leadership it just bodes so well with. You have to listen not only to the customer needs. But to your but to your um, your team needs as well. So if they don't have the right tools, if you're not giving them the right support, it's a really tough job. Those frontline agents yeah. have a really tough job. And then if they yeah. don't feel heard by their by their management, and then they're getting getting beat up by every call, and then they're getting measured on these metrics that some of them can be a little outdated. Like AHT is the sole measurement is really not the right way to measure the effectiveness of a call, because if they have to really get in there and do their job, the nature of the calls have gotten more sophisticated over time because there's so many self-service platforms now. If someone's actually calling, nobody wants to call you. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but nobody actually wants to talk to those agents. <laughs> they want to do everything but. Just
1: another, just another painful contact center moment, right? Yes.
2: Right. Yes. So. The more that you can understand, anticipate, support their needs, but also fix their problems, they'll be happier. And can't you tell when you have a happy person on the phone? Can't you hear the smile? We all know that. Oh, you absolutely. Hear smile. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yes. It's and it's interesting that you talk
1: about the you talk about walking the floor. When we do site surveys, it's like a, a an actual part of our evaluation is the break room, the smoking dock, the parking lot. If you want to know what's going on and where the, you know, the real opportunities are, Doing side-by-sides is always helpful. It's a part of that process, mm-hmm. but getting to understand the agents and their day and the difference between that first call and the thousandth call is really important. Mm-hmm.
2: Some of the best leaders that I've seen in action in the space, they try, I, I've seen them try all different types of things to try and understand what's happening. And some of those powerful things, we we have all this technology in the space. Like the space is, especially right now with the explosion of AI and chat GPT and You can't even keep up with the technology, but some of the most basic things that have been the most powerful that I've seen leaders do is just, just keep a little, just jot down like your top five drivers or call drivers for today, just today. Let's just take a a snapshot. What was the most, what were the most reasons that people were calling in and just keep a little list. So it, it, you know, it's those stories and hearing that on the, that's what tells the story. And now that helps the leader to make some changes or to support them. I mean, I don't think anyone goes to work and thinks I want to show up today and do a bad job. I'm going to get beaten up anyway by the customer. And I want to, no one goes and shows up and thinks that they don't want to do their best. Right. So. Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And that, that goes, you know, across the board, even into the leaders themselves so the the leaders uh, of of the contact centers, you know they're trying to be the best that they can be for the agents. And a lot of times what what happens and from our experience is that we see uh, leaders, you know they're out there trying to put out fires. Mm-hmm. And so they don't have the time to sit and really coach or, they were thrown into that position as a well-performing agent moving up into a supervisory position and they don't learn how to coach properly and and how to give get the most out of a coaching session itself right and so it's important to understand and have that empathy Uh, Not only for the agents, but also for the managers that are out there on the front line trying to put fires out and also give the tools to the actual agents. Right. Uh, So with that empathy, you know, from what I'm hearing from you is that it's it's hugely crucial in in the leadership style and, and contact centers Globally, Right. Um, not just for the agents and, and providing that service to the customers, but also to the leadership. Um, so, you know, are, would you agree and what, what would you say uh, more about how crucial that is into the leadership platform?
2: Well, I think, of course, it's crucial, but I think empathy is just one part of it. There's other characteristics that make a good um, heart-centered leader. So you want to also have compassion for, for, um, for your team. So you want to demonstrate kindness. You want to show that you understand their concerns. You want People want to he- feel heard. They want to feel heard and seen. So you want to tell them that you understand the struggles that they're facing. You understand those challenges and you want to help them. So, you know, by offering words of support and encouragement, you can do that in a very meaningful way. So, um, you know, these types of leaders and this leadership style really goes above and beyond to really just lend, lend a hand, lend when, when folks really need a hand up, they're there, they're there. And, you know, there's like a, one of my favorite sayings is it's never crowded. It's never that crowded along the extra mile. So think of the Mm -hmm. folks that go the extra mile. Think about sort of the traits that they have. Are they compassionate? Are they kind? Um, uh, And that's, Do they have a level of authenticity? There is such a premium on being authentic in the workplace right now. It's like Mm -hmm. a lost art. Um, You know, heart centered leaders have sort of that honesty and that integrity and then authenticity. And they're just genuine. You know, they're the real, you know, I say all the time, like they're the real deal. Like, you know, who is, I'm sure there's some leaders that are coming to the top of your mind. Like that don't have to go too far to, to think about who were the most important mentors in who made a difference to you. Think about leaders, bosses, teachers, you know, just mm-hmm. folks in your life. Like what were these what were these traits? And I'm I'm gonna guess, if you really really thought about it, that a lot of them are the ones that we're talking about right now, right? Right.
0: Absolutely.
2: Like who inspired you and why? Like, you know, we we talk a lot about what's our why in this industry. What's our why? We have to find our why. What, What's, what's the why to, to, um, to this type of style? You know, like why, what drives you? What motivates you? What are your values? You know, mission critical, like as an individual, as a leader, across the, across the organization. All of these things connect and tell a story. Um, and then in terms of, you know, like a heart, heart-centered, but also a servant leadership approach, which we hear a lot of buzz around that term as well.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So with managers and leaders listening right now, how do you suggest that they if they want to shift to this heart centered leadership role? What what are kind of their first steps that they need to do?
2: Um, So I think the first step is realizing and and, um, stepping into the fact that you want to make changes and that you want to be more engaged with your team. And having a meeting with them and explaining to them that you are want to be more open and receptive to their feedback, that you um, want the team to feel this sort of inclusion, and that you want to create an atmosphere where they feel safe and valued and trusted and they feel secure and really bringing out the dirty laundry and putting it on the table, rolling mm. up their sleeves and get to work.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds great. Um, Neil, were you going to say something?
1: I was when you you said that bringing everything out on the on the table, I always feel those the more opportunities that we have to talk in that open type have that dialogue, I'm always saying how everybody always feels better after a QBR or an MBR, right? Because we've all gotten together, we've you know we've aired the grievances and we're action oriented and so you don't let all of the the negative vibes that people may be feeling about their relationships with their peers or coworkers or bosses are no longer hindrances to actually doing a good work and moving the ball forward for the customer for the business uh, whatever so it just it just triggered that thought when 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 you said that that's something you know near and dear to to, to my heart is that, that the conversation seeing people and and being action-oriented without the cloud of of, of you know negative interpersonal relationships right Communication is
0: yeah.
2: huge. Mm-hmm. Well, communicate, 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 over-communicate. And, um, you know, that culture really of trust, community, collaboration, connection, all of those things that we put together. And then to feel like, like you know, you just kind of touched on this, that you, there's no repercussions. We just have to address it. Like, this is a problem. Let's acknowledge it and let's move forward. And, um, you know, having that sort of culture that that's, that that's not even, I'm sorry, not only, um, expected and welcome, but valued.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, Valerie, you know, it's been enlightening talking to you. Uh, I have learned a lot and I hope that we can uh, count on you to join us again for our quality perk session. Um, and, um, You know, the one thing uh, that, uh, you know, really the context of the contact centers and how it can really uh, enable um, great experiences, not only employee experiences, but also customer experiences um, is is what you're what you've um, shared with us about the heart centered leadership. So. uh, you know lead more with the heart i love it and um you know i don't know if you would like to share any last thoughts ideas uh with our with our audience here
2: sure well i like to wrap things up with a great big bow so why not um i think <laughs> that like you can't go wrong when you focus on the, the, the being of others, right? So when you really put yourself and put others first, you know, you can't really go wrong when you're thinking of them and they're thinking of you, you'll never go wrong in that space. So, you know, have the, that purpose sense of purpose and being driven over, uh, you know, overall sense of meaning and, and your why, and just really t- trying something new and not being afraid to show people that you care because somebody might really need to hear how much you care today. So don't be afraid to tell them. So I'll yeah. I'll leave you with that. I'll, I'll I'll make this little challenge, little ripple effect. I like to I like to start chain reactions, if you will. Um, tell someone on your team and in your life today that they're special and why. That's what I'll ask you to do. That's my challenge.
0: It, it goes a long Chains way. It Doesn't it cost anything.
2: Long. It's gonna make you feel mm-hmm. good. It's important how you feel. You'll feel lighter after you do it. They'll feel better you, if you have the chance to make someone's day, you should.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Even, even if you're walking down the street, I'll smile at somebody and it just, it's, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Um, if I'm at a restaurant and I get great service, I make a point to actually write on the, my receipt, great service. So-and-so was wonderful. Um, and because of the fact that they're working hard um they're they're trying to do the best that they can in, in the service industry and it really uh, uh is something for contact center agents as well i i when i'm talking to a call contact center agents and again i'm in the industry i don't particularly love talk you know calling in and talking to, to the nobody does an agent, <laughs> but if they do a great job i will tell them I've even come out and told them, you know, I, I work for a contact center quality monitoring company and you've done a fantastic job. (laughs) I have really tried to try to do that and, um, call it, call it when I see it. And that's with everybody, employees, friends, uh, spouses, family members, uh, Wonderful guests like you, Valerie. Oh, uh, so sweet,
2: so kind. Yes, I so love. I
0: loved our conversation, and I hate to say it, but you know this basically wraps up our discussion right now. But that fast. doesn't mean we can't have Went a part too fast. two. Any be my pleasure.
2: Two. Went too fast. And
0: Cheers. Exactly. And uh, for next time, um, I'm hoping to have some additional female uh, women leaders in the industry as well. We're kind of doing a a, a mini series on women in the contact centers. So I am um, excited. If you're anybody that's watching, listening on our podcast, please reach out. If you'd like to uh, share anything that you're working on, uh, we'd love to have you. every single time. So until then, cheers. And remember, leadership is as much about emotion and empathy as it is about strategy and execution. So keep that in mind. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a
1: great day.
2: Bye-bye. Thanks so much.